Thank you for listening to the Broken System story of XO Alex. This is episode six, Holidays. What does it say? It says home for the holidays. Let me see. The recording that you just heard was Alex opening the sweater that I got for him for Christmas, December 2020. It was the last Christmas that we would spend in our home before we were forced out six months later, unexpectedly. until four months after Alex passed away and realized that there was so much more to the story of what he told me that why he didn't want to go to school there anymore. Seeing the pain and everything and the reasons why four months after he passed away tore my heart up even more. There's just so much hate these days. And these teenagers are so awful to each other. There's a huge teen mental health crisis right now. And it was hard for Alex. He would get put down the things he would tell me when he got home. And I just wish I would have homeschooled him. I just wish I wouldn't have listened to others. 
I could sit here and wish, wish, wish about things that could have been done, should have been done, but weren't. Because when you're going through things like that and you feel alone and you're a single working mom and going through other things, you try to talk to your children. You try to let them know that you're there for them. You try to get the truth out of them. And you don't want to poke too hard and you don't want to upset them. There's days that I think about now that we're sitting in the car on the way home and seeing the messages on his phone reflecting those days and understanding why he looked like he was in so much pain. But even when he was in so much pain, he said, Mom, I'm okay. He never wanted to worry anyone. As I shared in the last episode, my last holidays with Alex just felt interfered with. They weren't the same. Little did we know it would be his last Christmas. Alex was sad to see his father on Snapchat with another family that weekend. He felt sad and betrayed, and he really said he really will never change, Mom. It broke my heart because once again he was betrayed. There were rumors going on at school that I wouldn't find out about until after his death. Alex missed almost two months of school from November 29, 2021 to the middle of January 2022. He said when he returned to school, kids were bullying him. I had a meeting with the social worker, the principal, and the nurse about Alex's hospital visit with the ICU and how terrified I was to send him back to school. There was a girl who became friends with him and began to bully him too. I brought this up to the social worker, but they minimized the issues my son brought up that he was having. My son said there were drugs and guns in the school and the things that were going on in the bathroom and he felt that he was being singled out. He said when I would bring up issues that he was having that it would make it worse for him because he was just snitching about what's going on at school. He said that the staff didn't care and that they would single him out. This was what I was afraid of. Him getting stigmatized by other peers and staff at the school. If I knew everything that I know now, I would have told him that he didn't have to go to school. That Monday, February 28th, 2022. The worst day of my life. I talked to the principal a few days before he passed away about removing him from the school and putting him into the other school in Riaracho. Unfortunately, Alex didn't get to get transferred, and I would later find out why he didn't want to go to school the next day. I was listening to the podcast, Grieving Out Loud, that's ran by Angela Kenick, and this podcast has really helped me throughout my grief. She's a mother that lost her daughter Emily to fentanyl poisoning. It's a really good podcast, and it really taught me how to open up about Alex's story, too. In her podcast, they were talking about the choice of friends can have a huge impact that friends still hold more power than influences. 
celebrities and other people on social media and shaping teen substance use decisions. Alex had so many friends until now. Not any of them are here. Just like I told him, people just use you and you have to be careful for fake friends. There are many that hold guilt for the way that they treated my son and pushed him out of school to someone who would encourage him to experiment with drugs. I was very saddened to hear that the social worker was making rumors about Alex being a drug addict and being in and out of rehab and what he was going through there. I told the school that they could tell the students that he passed, but I didn't authorize her to disclose lies about my son. Alex was never in rehab. He was told that his body couldn't handle being laced with fentanyl and that if he used anything laced with fentanyl, it would kill him the next time. Here I was worried about him going back to the school that he was in in Albuquerque after we were robbed. I thought sending him to the school I graduated from would be good, but it was the nail to his coffin. He had a really hard time adjusting there and making friends. I was afraid of him going there because of the stigma of his father's case with him and people knowing who his dad was. He would say, Mom, I'm not going to be like that. All he ever wanted was his dad to be healthy. He wanted him around. He just wanted a healthy dad. That's all I wanted for him, too. Alex met friends who were not good friends. One left him in a bush to die, then took him to his grandma's house and refused to search on his vehicle by the police. The second time, two weeks later, I found him and saved him. As I talked about in the last episodes, Alex didn't have real friends. He thought they were all real and had his back until he was set up that night. After his death and funeral, the pain and wondering continued. So many kids were messaging me and I had to change my number. I would receive sickening messages. One message I received was the girl who killed him was messaging other girls that my son had talked to making rumors about his death. She had access to his phone for hours after his death. She tried setting up fights with Alex's ex-girlfriend and causing chaos. Now he is physically never coming back, and I know his death is still haunting people who know what happened that night and still haven't taken accountability for their actions into getting him there that night. It was strange now, how he randomly died that night because he was so happy and he was pumped for his new job the next day and for his senior year and for his album coming out that he was working on. I told him we would figure out how to get it released and put out on Apple Music and everywhere. I told him that he could do anything he set his mind to. I know that the truth will continue to prevail and unfold. It's painful to relive and see the horrible ways that my son was treated. I was so consumed in work and starting a new life for him in Rio Rancho when we moved there, when in reality, I should have got him out of New Mexico 
from all the noise that he was experiencing. But for some reason, this is his story and his purpose to help others and spread awareness to other families to know that they're not alone. It's a hard journey, but this is my son's journey. And I will fulfill all his wishes any way I can. Thank you for listening to episode 6 of Holidays. It is really hard, especially with the holidays. God bless you all that continue to listen to Alex's story and support Justice for Alex. Thank you.